0: Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at The Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about upper limit problems. This is a concept that was introduced to me through the book The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, very popular author with I think dozens and dozens of books. Another good one is Conscious Living, Another good one is Conscious Loving, among many others. Anyway, I read The Big Leap back in 2009, and I've reread it twice since then. What I find interesting is that each time I read it, as is often the case, I get something new and different from it. The first time I read it, I don't know what I was thinking, because fast forward four years, five years later, I read it and I didn't remember a lot of the things from the book. And it's almost as if there was a small part of me that could take it in. And then as I expanded and developed and evolved, I could take more in. And that's actually what I want to talk to you about. That idea of expansion and the contrast of limits. The concept that has stuck with me and is actually, oh, is there, is the concept of an upper limit problem. And what that means is that we have this internal thermostat that there's only so far we can go in certain areas, whether that be health, happiness, relationships, success. And that limit can come from all sorts of things, genetics, wiring, how we were raised, negative self-talk, all sorts of things. But there's this unconscious limit that we have on certain things. And as we become more successful, healthier, happier, relationships, business, careers, and we start to hit up against the top of that thermostat, the upper limit, then we we're stuck in a way. And so usually we create situations that cause us to come down a little bit more in the comfort level of that thermostat. So think about uh, your own natural temperature thermostat. Maybe you really like 80 degrees or 90 degrees or 70 and that's your comfort zone. And if it gets too high, you're uncomfortable and you may need to do something to bring yourself back down. That's a very natural and healthy response. However, in terms of our own happiness and health, relationships, professional success, bringing ourselves down into a range that's more comfortable may not serve us the best. So this may look like you get a raise at work and you go home and you have a fight with your spouse, or things are going really well with your life partner, and you lose a big deal in your sales job, or things are going along just swimmingly, and suddenly you fall and you break 38 bones in your body. These things actually do happen, and so you might want to think back to to times where there have been these these big events, positive or negative, and can you connect them to the opposite? In other words, if there was a great win, was there a corresponding bringing it all down? Was there an awful catastrophe or near catastrophe or something that just was very unpleasant Was there a corresponding success maybe right before? This may or may not be true for you, and it may or may not resonate with you. So Hendricks in his book talks about that there are four hidden barriers, and this is why we have a limit. This is why there's a limit on that thermostat. One is feeling fundamentally flawed. I'm not worth it. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. Another one is disloyalty and abandonment. Maybe you're the first person to go to college in your family, first person to get a master's degree or a doctorate or to make over six figures or make over seven figures or start your own business, Uh, all sorts of things. And there could be this hidden feeling of abandoning your roots, abandoning where you came from. The third potential hidden barrier is believing that more success brings a bigger burden. You're going to have more headaches, more problems because you have this this more success. So you unconsciously don't expand your upper limit because you have this belief. And then the fourth one is the crime of outshining. And this, this may ring true for many of us. You know, who do you think you are? And, you know, don't toot your own horn, those kinds of things which have wired us to not proclaim to the world how awesome we are, because we've been told or taught that that could dim someone else's light, which is not true. So how do you know if you're experiencing an upper limit problem? Well, here are some ways that it can show up in daily life. Worrying, especially if it comes right after one of those successes that I mentioned criticism and blame. All of the sudden, your partner, your roommate, your children, your coworkers can't do anything right. Deflecting. Someone says, you did a great job on that sales presentation. And if your first response is, nah, I ran out of time and I left the best stuff out and, you know, I, I could have done such a much better job, that's deflecting. Squabbling. I think of these as picking fights, that it's, it's almost like you're looking for something to be annoyed at or be irritated at, and then you get annoyed and irritated. Getting sick or hurt. I don't know if you know anybody like this, but there are a few acquaintances of ours that seem to be in the hospital every other week. There's some falling down the stairs, breaking this bone, breaking that bone, uh, just all sorts of things, and you really have to wonder what's going on and then integrity breaches where you step over things that you might notice or you you purposefully might go around the truth for example so those are all how an upper limit problem might show up in your daily life and I think that concept of an upper limit problem it is true for all of us and I've seen it happen in, in our business. I've seen it happen in my relationship with my husband, who you know, is my partner in my business. And it happened after we started getting all of these opportunities and all of these partnerships where we could play bigger and shine and really bring our strengths and gifts to bear. And then all of a sudden, Mark and I are fighting. And I thought, where is this coming from? And then I thought, ah, this is an upper limit problem. We are, our success in our business is rising and it feels a little uncomfortable. And so we're doing something to bring it back down into a more comfortable range that, that feels better, more familiar, safer. And unlike if your ideal temperature is 70 degrees and it's 110 degrees outside and humid and you decide to go inside where you've got the air conditioning on, that's a, that's a good response in this case where it shows up in these unconscious ways. Not so good of a response to lower your thermostat. So what you want to look at is expanding the upper limit of your thermostats and really paying attention to where you might be doing some self-sabotage. Now, why am I bringing this up On a podcast that is targeted toward companies and employees engagement and team building and leadership. Well, if we accept the idea that we all can struggle with an upper limit problem at some time or another, that means in our businesses, we may, or in our businesses, our careers, our jobs, we individuals may be doing that and as leaders our team members and our direct reports might be doing that and so how can we help them expand their upper limit so first of all it's bringing awareness to the issue and then helping the people get through whatever those upper limit blocks now is that your job as the department head or the manager or the ceo or the president not necessarily it's not your job to fix anyone you you only have control over yourself and so be aware of your own upper limit problems and as far as being a great leader help your team members get the help they need now we were fortunate to have several contracts with nasa where they actually brought us in to coach some of the executives and the mid-manager employees because they knew that they didn't have this language at the time, that, but they knew that these people were hitting an upper limit. There were issues, and it wasn't the, the manager's or the executive's responsibility to fix it, but to give them resources to get help. And so then that's when they brought us in was to provide some individual private coaching to help them get past these blocks. Your job as a leader is to provide resources. In one of my episodes on leadership, and I talk about the top 10 traits of a great leader, it's not just throw the person in the deep end of the pool and hope that they learn how to swim. It's working with the person saying, gee, do you want to swim? Do you want to swim better? Yes, I do. Great. What do you need in order to do that? Do you need swimming lessons? Do you need a swim coach? Do you need a membership to a gym? What do you need? Hmm. I think I'd like a swimming coach. Great. Let me give you some resources so that you can go find the ideal swimming coach for you. That is a great leader. Giving insight, bringing awareness, and providing resources. Doesn't mean you have to fix it yourself. I invite you to check out Gay Hendrick's book, The Big Leap, and pay attention to where you might be having an upper limit problem in certain areas in your life, whether now or in the past, or maybe coming up in the future. And then what you can do to expand that upper limit so that you can reach higher levels of success and happiness in your relationships, in your life, in your career. There's a saying, new level, new devil. And that's why I say that idea of the upper limit problem, it's always there because you expand the thermostat and guess what? Now, now there's, there's a new limit, but there's still a limit. And then you do some work and you expand the thermostat, great, more successful, but now there's a new limit, even though it's higher up. That's what my dream for the world is, is that we develop and expand and evolve so that we thrive not just survive. If you've liked this episode, do me a great big favor and click the rating and leave me a review and let me know how much you like it. Until next time, may you thrive.